0: If you need a Bible, please raise your hand as our deacon Orley and our brother Will will be handing you one. Keep them up so they can see you. There's a couple, a couple here in the front. Uh, yes, if you are joining us for the first time, uh, this year we're truly emphasizing um, the importance of turning to the Bible, the hard copy Bible. Not the Bible gateway. Only because if they, if they take down, if the enemy takes down that website, then you're toast. <laughs> right? Or if they change the versions there and you don't know if you're reading the right thing. So if you please turn to Isaiah chapter 55. Let me begin reading at verse 6. Seek the Lord while he may be found, call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will freely pardon. Verse 8 reads, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, And my thoughts than your thoughts. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the hymns that we were able to sing this evening. Thank you for your sovereign hand for bringing all of us here together this afternoon. We thank you for this building that you provided for us. We thank you for this body of believers that you've chosen for us. We ask now, Father God, that you send your Holy Spirit to teach and guide us tonight. Teach us your word, speak to us, open our hearts and open our minds for your message. Anoint me, Father God, anoint me to teach your word truly and gracefully. And I pray for the souls of those who are listening. I pray for salvation for those whom you have chosen. I pray for healing for those who are sick, spiritually and physically. And we pray for your will to be done this evening. In Jesus' mighty name we pray amen amen all right praise god um february 5 2023 just in case you weren't aware imagine february 5 already we just clocked in the year for all uh, as far as i can remember i'm just still recovering from christmas thanksgiving christmas new year and then alonso's birthday and then now we're february now we're going to be In the month, we're already in the month of love. February, the month of love, right? Amen? For those of you who are in love, you're like, oh yeah, this is it. For those of you who are still looking for love, you're like, oh man, this is it. (laughs) The month of love, as the world recognizes February to be, um, I'm given the task by God to teach his word, his instructions to the flock here at FICF. By the, using the word of God, the Bibles that you have in your hand. Hopefully you have a Bible and hopefully it's not covered with dust. Only because if it's covered with dust, it means you're not using it. The word of God is what we use to hear God's voice. The word of God is where we find his instructions for us, including the search for true love. True love. In every search... The item, the lost item or car, whatever it may be, or the lost person or the topic, the search for a topic must be identified. When a person is missing, the description of that person is given to the authorities in order for the authorities or the search party to find that particular person. If a a mom loses her child, she gives out the description, what the last thing she was wearing or the the child is wearing. Or if a criminal has escaped, the police will then relay the, the description of the escaped criminal to the public and announce it in the news. A proper description, the right description, must be defined. It's the same thing with love much more true love did you know on march uh, on march and an afternoon in march 1928 a nine-year-old boy named walter collins disappeared after his mother christine a telephone operator gave him a dime to spend on admission to the theater near the mount washington near their mount washington area Home area. Supposedly, the police found the boy in August of that year in Illinois. However, the mother, Christine Collins, insisted that the boy that was given to her is an imposter. Now, she suffered pressure from the police, uh, namely the LAPD Captain J.J. Jones, and we'll get back to him later, um, because they There was so much pressure on the police to find this boy. There was a national clamor. And I think this was uh, portrayed in the movie that Angelina Jolie um, uh, was the star in. Now, the boy from Illinois confessed that he actually was a 12-year-old boy named Arthur Hutchins of Iowa. After his mother died, he had gone to live an isolated new life with his cold fish of a father and a malicious stepmother, he said. He ran away hitchhiking around the country and then working odd jobs. While he stopped at an Illinois roadside cafe, he heard a conversation at the diner that he resembled the boy that was missing in Los Angeles. Um, So he looked at the picture and then he lied. He turned himself in the the, uh, police station and he pretended to be the missing boy. Now, counterfeit or fake, I think it's well known now as dupe. (laughs) This is the oxymoron statement. The counterfeit or the fake or the dupe items or dupe people or fake people are real. (laughs) Meaning they really exist, right? There are fake Louis Vuittons. Mm There are fa- there are fake Nike Air Jordans, there are fake Gucci's, and there are fake friends, and there are fake Christians. There are fake pastors. Ooh. Now, and also, there is fake love what is true love what is true love oh my goodness what is true love my see i i feel like i'm not worthy to 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 preach this but god has chosen me so i'm gonna do it um only because i lied so much about this when i wasn't a christian i pretended i was in love with a girl so that the girl would sleep with me sadly with my children being here and my wife being here And with all of you watching and hearing me, I say this with a cringe in my heart. But at the same time, I truly understand that there is a change. There should be a change of heart for every believer. And that change comes from God. Amen. Amen. And we are to identify the counterfeit versus the truth through the testing of the word of God. Okay. What the world says... About, John, can you please go to the, what the world says on what true love is? What is it? Here you go. This is from liveabout.com. Now, I must say that I chose this one out of 4,960,000,000 results. Now, I couldn't go through all of them, so I have to choose the first thing and the first page, which is not the ads. So this is one of what the world says love is, or true love. In order to figure out if you've found true love, it's important to first understand what true love actually entails. Essentially, it says here, true love means that you have an unwavering, unbreakable, unparalleled fondness and devotion for your partner. It's also defined by an emotional as well as physical connection with him or her that runs immeasurably deep and life without your significant other will be practically unthinkable. Uh That's it. That's all the love songs is composed with, right? If you want to write a love song, have everything there, these these elements. Now here, they added the author... Added that there are eight essential indicators that you have found true love. Single guys, single women, this is what the world says. First, I don't know if this is particular order, in particular order, but this is how they put it. You care about this person unconditionally. You fully accept your partner. You can talk about anything. You're completely yourself with this person. You respect each other. You have similar values. Your happiness levels feed off each other. And lastly, you're a team. Now let me just criticize this for a second. If you care about this person unconditionally and you can fully accept your partner, what happens then if the husband wants to continue to talk about football? And the wife says, you know, I've heard enough about football. Let's not talk about it anymore. Then where does... You can talk about anything falls in <laughs> right It says there you can talk about anything but then the wife says stop talking about it so then you have to respect your wife which is a number four so then where, where does it, where do you go now the wife says you know we're a team here you need to do the laundry and you say laundry i'm a guy <laughs> that's my that was my response <laughs> and that didn't turn out well um Right, so she asked me to do the laundry because we're a team, and I say, you know what, I want to be myself, my lazy self, because it says here you can completely be yourself with this person. It fails, doesn't it? I think so. It fails. 50% of marriages tell you that it fails if you go by this. The challenge, the challenger. Because it seems like this is the winner. The world holds on to these things. Four billion results maybe talks about the same thing in different manner, different format. What does the Bible say? If you were here last week, you probably already know. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 to 8. This is the message version. The Bible defines love as love never gives up. Love cares for others more than for self. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't strut, doesn't have a swelled head, doesn't force itself on others. It isn't always, quote-unquote, me first. Doesn't fly off the handle, doesn't keep score of the sins of others, doesn't revel on others when others grovel, takes pleasure in the flowering of truth, puts up with anything, trusts God always, always looks for the best, never looks back, but keeps going to the end. Love never dies. Now, we read Isaiah 55 where God said there that my ways are, are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Now this, somebody will say, well, that's impossible. Right, everything about God, we seem to say that. His holiness, we say, well, that's impossible. We say about his love, we say, well, That's impossible. Keeping ourselves pure, we say that's impossible. See, we have this love series, and we're going... Romel, she's teaching. (laughs) You can go over here. Brother Romel is looking for his wife, and I can can read his mind. So I just had to... (laughs) The Bible, the Word of God, describes to us what love is. And it's not an idea. This is not an idea. Now, love is just here. If you're, look, if you're reading this, love, the noun, is love, the verb. It's an action word. Love, as the Bible defines it for us, it's action. It comes with action. You say you love your wife, then you take care of your wife. You say you love your husband, then you understand your husband. You say you love each other, then you continue to forgive each other. You don't bring up the past, it says there. You don't keep records of wrongs. If any of you have the records of wrongs of your husband or your wife, please turn them in after this afternoon. And we will have a bonfire. We'll have a bonfire at the backyard or the the parking lot. Because it seems like we do these things. Now, for those of you single people, single people, do you think you're ready to love this way? If you are a Christian, this is how you're supposed to love your other person, your significant other. Now, if you're not ready for this, then you're not ready for love. Ah, uh, that's when they stop listening. Mm. <laughs> I don't like what he's saying. I don't like what he's saying. Okay, We're going to try to compare because of lack of technology, because of lack of money. We cannot go side by side. I asked the, the team if we can have the the Bible here on this screen, and then the world see it, but we're just going to go through here. This is how we summarize this. <laughs> this is how we summarize this. The world defines love to be selfish. You can review, if you want the list again, just go to liveabout.com and you'll see it. Everything about that is selfish. How the world defines love is, if you need it, you want it, you take it. If you no longer want it, if you're no longer happy, then you leave it. Change it. You're not a tree. (laughs) That's what the world says. If you're not happy, move. You're not a tree. Here. But then God defines love as unselfish. Unselfish. It's not about how I feel. It's about what... My partner feels is not what I need, it's what she needs. Now, again, you want to know, you want to start your search for true love, you have to first identify what true love is. In order for you to find true love, you also have to understand that the other The opposite sex is also looking, searching for true love. Now, if you don't have the definition of true love in you, you'll never be found. If they're really looking for true love. But the thing is this, the thing is this. We go with what the world says. Christians, single Christians here. Single Christians here. Okay, let's include you guys married too. But it's too late for you, okay? (laughs) I know who's giving me a (laughs) butt. No, this is how we single people, if you're looking with the eyes of God and not with what the world is telling you, you must have missed God's best for you already. Because the world tells you to look for that good-looking guy, that good-looking girl. You know, the one with the measuring of eight, Right? (laughs) Close to 10, you're looking for that chick. You're looking for that stud. As the world, maybe the Instagram, I don't know, is it TikTok now? I don't know which one's the influencer thing now. Whichever social media or the world portrays. That, the guy that looks like the Aquaman. <laughs> I am jealous of him. <laughs> Tall guy with long hair, good-looking guy, buff, man. Is that the true love? Some people are looking for that, the physical image that they think it's true love. You guys remember Tom Sawyer? A story about Tom Sawyer. He saw this girl, right? This is all the boys. This is how boys are, all of us boys. When we see the girl that we think is our true love, what do we do? We start showing off. Tom Sawyer gets on something and starts balancing, trying to impress the girl. That was like me before with my BMX trying to stand up or trying to show off with my crush or trying to do push-ups, you know, like 99, 100, you know. (laughs) Because when we think we've found the thing, the person that we've been dreaming of, the person that we've been praying for physically, the physical appearance, we think that's it. We think we found true love. But then we get into this person and with with this person in the relationship and it fails. It fails because the physical attraction is not the only thing. Do you agree? If you don't say yes, you probably have not been married yet. Or if you are married and you cannot say yes, I understand. (laughs) Save yourselves. Now, I get it. We're, We're always questioning what the world says there, or sometimes we're always questioning what the Word says. There's always a battle there. There's always a battle. Now, the question again, do you believe that the Bible is God's Word? Amen? Amen. Last week, we discussed the holiness of God. I'm really trying to be intentional in slowing down the message, to really narrow it down to the truth. Because God is holy, amen? And in the end, he did say, if I am holy, you are to be holy. He expects his people to also be holy. He's not saying to be perfect. We can't be perfect. He knows that. That's why he gave his son. That's why he gave his son for us. Holiness is not perfection. God's holiness is perfect. But when we're being told to be, per- be holy by God, we, he knows that we cannot always do it. But it doesn't mean that we are to stop being holy. I put that in your mind as a backdrop as we continue in the search for true love. Now the next one now is the importance of the belief of the believer in the Bible. Now, you have to answer me. Do you believe that the Bible is God's word? Say amen. amen. Okay, so you do. You do. So not only are you listening to God's word in on Sundays, but you're also picking up your Bible every day, correct? Amen. amen. Because that's God's word. That's how he speaks to us. We speak to him through our prayer, and then he speaks to us through our reading. And then we realize, as Isaiah reminded us, as God reminded us through Isaiah in the book of Isaiah in chapter 55, that His ways are higher than our ways. It's the same with the search for true love. So, we believe that God's Word is the truth. All Scripture, all Scripture is God-breathed, given by divine inspiration, and is profitable for instruction, for conviction of sin, for correction of error and restoration to obedience, for training in righteousness, learning to live in, in conformity to God's will, both publicly and privately, behaving honorably with personal integrity and moral courage. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, Amplified Version. If we believe that God's word is the Bible, if we believe God is true, then his word is true. Then, what, what's, what's, then, then what's next? Then we are to obey, right? If God is real, His Word is true. The Bible is the Word of God where everything about our faith is learned, taught, and proven. And then we are to submit to it. Now, the world says, the world will say this. I don't know if it's whispering in your head right now. The world will say this just like in Genesis 3.1. Did God really say you must? Did God really say you must not eat of that fruit, Satan said in Genesis 3? And God, and He's probably telling you, as the Word's telling you, did God really say that you are to search true love uh, 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 through church, as the Bible says? Did God really say that you, Christian, must be pure and not have premarital sex? Did God really say that? Does that still really apply at 2023? Did God really say? That's the lie of the enemy, folks. The world, which is the enemy, ran by the enemy, everything about it goes against the written word of God. Amen? Amen. Right now in our society, in our country, sadly, it's highly debated. It's very politicized. On what a woman is That cannot be answered Without getting in trouble now Much more about purity of sex Purity of each other On how we see it When we hear of God's word And we study God's word Do we get to pick and choose What we obey and what we don't obey? No, I see a lot of shaking as yes. The right answer is no. We don't get to pick and choose. But do we pick and choose? Sadly. At times we do. I believe in God and everything that he says, you know. But I just don't believe in the tithing part. <laughs> the tithing, that's where we argue. I believe in everything that the, God, the word of God says. Everything in it except purity. I want to keep myself open. Single and ready to mingle with God's blessing to go to heaven. I believe in everything that God says and the word of God says to bless my family, protect my family, my my, my church, except reading the Bible. We do have free will. Praise God for free will. We do have grace that we can never lose our salvation. Praise God for grace. But we are compelled by the truth of God to live a holy life. And we are told by God in our search for true love, in our search for true love, to go about it on how God tells us how to go about it. Now, remember the story of Christina Collins? Now, she tried. She tried, according to the article in LA Times, if you guys want to review it, she tried to live with this boy Although from the first second that she saw the boy, she knew it wasn't her son. She tried to live with him for three months and to live out the lie that LAPD was trying to force her to do. But after three months, she could no longer live with the lie. Let me read here uh, uh, from LA Times. It says, Armed with proof in the form of her son's dental records, and a troop of friends who agreed that the boy wasn't Walter, Collins still failed to convince LAPD captain JJ Jones, who investigated the kidnapping that the boy and that the boy was an imposter. And this is what the captain said. What are you trying to do? Make fools out of us? Or are you trying to shirk your duty as a mother, mother? And have the state provide for your son. You are the most cruel hearted woman I've ever known. You are a fool. Try to think of what the world tells you when you try to live a pure life. The world tells you, what are you trying to do? Saving yourself for marriage. What a fool. You must be stupid or something and a half. Because you only live once. You might as well party hardy right now. The enemy always tells us, you're a fool listening to God's word. There are many women there trying to get with you. There are many men that wants to get with you. What does the word of God has to do? Anything with sexual and physical attraction. Nobody keeps themselves pure now. And he insists and he insists. Now, with J.J., again, the the captain, J.J. Jones, resolved to bend her to his will and the department's convenience, Jones had the distraught mother committed to Los Angeles County General Hospital's psychiatric ward for evaluation. He was determined to convince the mom that the boy that pretended to be her son is her son. It's the same thing how the world crunches us and grips us and forces us. You don't have to live how the Bible tells you to live. You can watch these things. You can look at those images. You can live a a different life. You don't have to listen to God. You must be crazy to even listen to Him. You talk about God in school, you get persecuted. You, you invite transgender people and throw a party there, you'll be rewarded and applauded. In the search for true love, the world... <laughs> The world will never admit. The world will never admit. As Satan will never admit of his lie. Because Satan is the father of lies. And the world will never admit and tell us that you're right in saving yourself. You're right to wait. To wait for your true love. You know, in everything there's a process, right? The Gossins just went to, to uh Disney. In L.A., we prayed for them. That's why they came back, no. okay? <laughs> they went to California. That was... We thought we would never have them back. <laughs> That's the challenge all the time, right? No, but for, in a journey, you will take a long journey if it's worth it. For them, their children are worth it. To take that drive, that, that many miles and many hours, it was worth it for them. In everything that is worth it, there is waiting... And there's a journey and there's a process. Do we agree? You know, for you to search for your true love, your true love is worth it. And you have to also value yourself as you are worth it. Because if you're searching for true love, somebody is also must also be searching for you. See, that's how you see it. That's how you have to see yourself as how God sees you. You know how God sees you? He told you, I love you this much. I love you this much. To the point that he was crucified on the cross. His hands were, his arms were stretched out this way. And then he was nailed on the cross. That's how much he loved you. And he loves us. Do you see and do you value value yourself that much? You have to. You have to. You know, if you are in a relationship, in a relationship and, and and you have to do a certain thing in order for you to keep that relationship, you know what that's called? That's a transactional relationship. If you stop giving, I will leave. If that's the case, you're in a bad relationship. A love relationship, as God has designed, you don't even there's no condition. All you need is that person, just their presence. They don't have to do anything. Sometimes they don't even have to say anything, correct? Sometimes they're saying way too much, and all you want is, you know, you can just say nothing right now. <laughs> you know, sweetheart, there's a, there a gift in silence. <laughs> I don't know, if I've, if I've had you as a guest already... I've offered you coffee and I have this this espresso machine. I I take so much pride in this espresso machine. But you know, because I think coffee tastes so much better if it's made in this thing. You know, but there's a process with this. It takes it takes more steps for me to give you this, this coffee because I have to grind the grounds at a certain just the right amount. If it's too much, it won't come out right. If it's too little, it won't come out. It has to be the right thing. I have to study it. Before you get there, I have to study it, try it, test it, you know, right measurement, right amount, and then I have to press it. Mikey showed me how to press it. I mean, you know, Mikey, Mikey's a strong boy. He pushes it down. You know, you just have to press it, give it a little bit of effort. He tells me five pounds. I don't know how you can measure that, you know. I just go, you know, I have to push it in there. So there's a lot of steps, and then you put it, and then two cups, and then I mix your hot water properly with your cream, right amount of sugar. Too much trouble. Too much trouble. trouble. Tito Orly once said, he goes, I'm okay with my coffee. Well, I just press it, it comes out, that's it. This is too many steps. But you know what? Once you have the espresso and the right mixture, totally worth it. Mm -hmm. Totally worth it, I'm telling you. If you want to taste it, come to my house. I'll give you one. I'll make you one. There is that process. In your search for true love, you have to see that it's worth it. The waiting and the process, it's worth it. It's truly worth it. Don't believe in what the world says that you want it now. You want Mr. Right? Ladies, say Amen. And then don't rush, because if you rush, you'll have Mr. Right now. Just like a quick coffee, it's a watered-down coffee. Watered-down. Just like Mr. Right now, he's watered-down. He just wanted your yes right now. You know what he will want later? He wants to get out right away. You want Mr. Right? You wait. Make him suffer. Make him cry make him marry you first before you give anything up gentlemen single guys if you really think you found miss right make it right make it right in god's eyes wait because it's worth she's worth the wait ladies if he's forcing you he's not the right guy. And, he, and gentlemen, don't even try it. But he, if she gives it up right away, she's not the right one. <clears throat> but see, I said don't even try it. Because some of you guys will say, hmm, let me see if she'll give it up right away. No. <laughs> Remove that equation and just value them for who they are. Because remember, God is holy and then we are to be holy. In our search for true love, we are to, we are to see each other as a holy being created in Christ Jesus. Amen? Amen. We are created in, in God's image. Everyone's created in God's image. So this is why in our search for true love, we have to know what the world says is wrong and, what, and it's always against what God's word is. 1 John 2, verse 15 to 16. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. You have to see in your search for true love that everything that the world is telling you on how how to find true love is wrong. It's wrong. You have to get in your word in order for you to see with God's eyes on what true love is, and then that's the only time that you can really find it. The search for true love, using the world's point of view and suggestions, will bring you, you, and us in despair because it's the wrong way. It's the wrong way to look for it. You have the wrong map. Now we have to be searching for true love in Jesus and in, in, in him alone. John 15, 13. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Amen? Amen. You know, going back to Christina Collins, she never really found Walter. The, the article was written, that I read was written in 2015. If Walter were alive in 2015, the article said he would have been 80 years old. Now she sued that Captain J.J. J. Jones, and she won. But see, this, this, true to form of any liar, he never paid. He never paid the, the, the judgment. And he never admitted that he gave, even though even though the boy already admitted that he lied. See, the world will never tell you the truth because that's its job. A liar will not tell you the truth because even if they're telling you the truth, it's probably, ah. Uh, lie this is what they say about true liars with the 10 things that they said 12 of them are wrong (laughs) every one of us will fail every one of us will fail amen every one of us will fail so if you go with the category or the the criteria of the world you will fail and then the truth is the person that you think is your true love he or she will fail you see, the truth is, God never fails. His love never fails. His love never gives up. His love never runs out on us. I know it's a song. Yes. Now, let's stop searching for true love in all the wrong places. Let's embrace Jesus for who He is. The true love that we all need. Amen? Amen. 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 As the music team make their way up here for the closing song, Uh, That is our message next week. I'll be tackling, if you're single, you probably want to be here next week because the message will be how to find (laughs) or how to know. Okay? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your message. We thank you for the truth that you have in your word. I pray for your Holy Spirit that have spoken to the listeners, Lord God. I pray that those truths will remain in their souls, that it will continue to speak to them in volumes, Lord God, as they depart this building this evening. I pray that they will live out, Lord God, searching for you and to live for you, to know your truth and to hold on to your truth. Give us the strength, Lord God, to obey you and to live for you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And Lord, all, our people said, all the Lord's people said, amen.